Welcome to Sent You Ask, a podcast where we discuss life issues, faith, and the beautiful mess of everyday life. Now here's your host, my mom and dad, Ben and Janelle Farley. Hey everyone, welcome back to Since You Asked. This is Janelle Farley, and I'm with my husband, Ben. Yo. And we are starting Season 2, Episode 2 today on Labor Day. That's correct. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Hope you're celebrating. What are we doing today? Uh, I think we're going to a cookout with some friends, yep. letting our kids swim. Kind of the Kind of the typical Labor Day celebration. So hopefully you're celebrating that as well. Um... It's a good day. Yeah. We're all off. Our kids are off of school. We're just hanging out. We need to do some cleaning. Gross. I know. But our house is gross, so. See, I was under the impression that on Labor Day you rested from your work. Well, I mean, our work isn't cleaning, so you are a pastor. I'm a teacher. It still feels like work to me. (laughs) Well, sorry. So, yeah, that's what we'll be doing a little bit later and then hanging out with some friends. So hopefully you're celebrating Labor Day as well. But I know what you're asking yourself. And Janelle, I can see it in your eyes. You're wondering, there's got to be more. Right? It can't just be Labor Day that I'm celebrating today. And I know the audience is asking the same thing. What else, Janelle, should I be celebrating today? So today is Monday, September 4th. Yes. It's a day worth celebrating. What are we celebrating? So today is also National Wildlife Day. Now, to me, I'm not a big animal lover. I don't, I'm not mean to animals by any (laughs) sense of the In case Pete is listening to this podcast. Right, I'm not, but I just don't, I mean, I'm not like a huge animal lover. Yeah. But when I think of wildlife in our area, I think of deer. Yeah. What do you think of? Oh, yeah. I I mean, I think deer. um, Turkeys, maybe. Yeah, we've got some turkeys around. Uh, Um, I have a story about that. Okay. Ben teased me when he used to go <laughs> turkey hunting, or still does some, and he convinced me, and I think I believed you, didn't I? Oh, I think you did at the time, yeah. That there, I like white meat mm-hmm. and chicken, turkey. He convinced me that there are white meat turkeys and what is, and dark, dark meat, meat turkeys. turkeys. <laughs> and so I said, we'll just shoot the white ones, white meat <laughs> ones, because that's what I like to eat. And I guess that's not true. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was a good that one. That was like, I don't know, when we were dating. That probably. was early on. Yeah. <laughs> you've matured. Yeah. Since then. No. Uh, okay. So let me ask you a question. Okay. I, I know you're not an animal lover, but what would you say your favorite animal is? Like wildlife animal? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just roping the whole um, animal kingdom into that question. At the zoo, I'm trying to think, I like the big cats. Yeah. They're, they're pretty animals. I would don't want to be near them. Um, yeah, I also like to watch the monkeys. Yeah, I don't know. So, do you remember we were at? I think we we're in the Louisville Zoo. That was your favorite trip. It was great. And let me let me just give some context here. I hate the zoo. I like it, even though I'm not an animal lover. I like to go to the zoo. I I just don't like large amounts of people gathered together when it's 100 degrees when it's 100 degrees <laughs> and when it's 100 degrees the animals don't want to be out either so they're all hidden in the shade and you kind of got to peer around the corner to see you know a glimpse of something or a tail might even so we went to the louisville zoo in december right it november was, december it was i think it was over christmas break okay and it was awesome because nobody was there but the animals were all out because it was like 
45 degrees. It was perfect. But there was a moment, and this is going to lead me to my answer of my favorite animal. There was a moment that we walk over to the big cat area, and they had the lion that was out on this, and they had a, a rock like a ledge. It reminded me of the, the, the lion rock and lion king. <laughs> And this lion walks out to the edge and roars. Yes. Brought a tear to my eye. It was beautiful. <laughs> well, and our, our kids love that. They were so excited because, like you said, most time when we go to the zoo, the lions are laying there. Yeah. About to pass out because it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. So to actually see them in their element. That's pretty cool. I have a picture of it, I know. Maybe yeah. even a video. So we're both big cat people, mm. but not little cat people. I guess, we don't. We don't, I guess that's we don't true. like house cats, and at a distance. But, yes. But. Yeah. Okay. So we've got National Wildlife Day. Hopefully, you'll celebrate that in some regard. Uh, this is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, personal favorite holiday. I didn't even know it existed till today, but already at the top of my list. Today is also National Eat an Extra Dessert Day. This is right up your alley. I've been celebrating for years <laughs> without even knowing this was a thing. Um, okay, so if you had to choose one dessert mm -hmm. to eat for the rest of your life, couldn't deviate from it, what would you choose? You're going to make fun of me because you like weird stuff, but I, I like chocolate chip cookies. Oh. <laughs> They're not disgusting. They're not disgusted. That's what you would choose for the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, as long as they're chewy. I don't like hard ones. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like M&M cookies, too. Well, My grandma your makes... boring yeah. dessert life. My grandma makes really good M&M cookies, though, doesn't she? She does, It's yes. been a long time. I need to request And now, I, hey, not to brag, but I do make pretty good chocolate chip you do. cookies. You do. That and apple pie. So I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. My chocolate chip cookies for the rest of your life. Yes. Wow. That's what, exactly what I was talking about. Hey. We'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> um, what about you? What's your favorite dessert? Let me guess. Okay. You like banana pudding and white pie? I I do. Yes. There's a large menu to choose from. Here I mean, for me. Ben's favorite day is when like you go to a church and they have a potluck and then oh, the dessert table. Gosh, that's like. Yeah. Like heaven. I can skip the fried chicken. <laughs> I can skip the hash browns. Like just give me a regular food size pla yes. or paper plate, but I'm gonna head on over to the dessert table. Yep, that's yeah, I typically get four to five desserts. Mm -hmm. I would say you got to share with the kids. You know, yeah, I don't. It's not full servings, but <laughs> I I do crush some desserts. Uh, okay, so if I could do one for the rest of my life, well, okay, I'm. Not getting as crazy as what I just made fun of you for not. Mm -hmm. I would probably go a good apple pie. Yeah. You make a good apple pie. I do. Mm -hmm. And don't be cocky about it. Well, but. <laughs> <laughs> it has the, it, I've messed it up a few times. So it has the potential when it's done mm -hmm. right to be a good apple pie. But here is a fun fact about me that I, most people wouldn't know. I learned that apple pie recipe from a pie baking class that I took with my mom yep. at the local community college. <laughs> and it was I awesome. Remember that. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, it, that was really cool. Um, and I, I got that recipe and a couple others from there. So I enjoy making desserts, uh, not as much as eating them, but I do enjoy making them. So I would choose probably apple pie. 
Yeah. So. And what they need to know also about you making desserts is you make huge messes that I then have to clean up. Yeah, I like making them. I don't like cleaning up. Yes. The so stuff. we make yeah. a good team. Yep. All right, and the last one that we are going to discuss today is National Mouth Guard Day. Oh, this now, is what do you think you. about when you think of a mouth guard? So I think everybody's, the picture they think first and foremost is the athletic mouth guard. Right. And those are becoming more and more popular. Um, but if you watch like, if you watch NBA and you watch Steph Curry, he's kind of the one that brought it to the mainstream. Isn't he chewing on it all the time? He's chewing on it. It's out of his mouth all the time. So it's not like, really helping. Protect those teeth, dude. <laughs> but... Uh, so I, I think of those and I think back to when I was a kid, they were kind of cool. Cause I remember they came out in Walmart and that was like the thing. And so you had to drop it in a pot of boiling water to like sanitize it and then get it to fit your mouth. I don't know if that's still how it happens, but I remember I wore it for like one practice and then probably lost it in the locker room somewhere. I'm- and then that was the end of my time with, I would guarantee that happened Yeah, with you. So I think of that. But now in our later years, um, I think of a different mouth guard of which you have experience with. Yes, I am 33. I will be 34 this month. And in the same year, this past year, 2023, I had to get glasses and wear an overnight mouth guard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know what's happening She can't to me. see or talk when she lays down. <laughs> I'm just a mess. But anyway, so yeah, I have to wear a mouth guard every night. I grind my teeth severely, I would say, because I have torn up multiple of them. Now we got the heavy-duty one. It's supposed to last 10 years. Yeah, but it ain't lasted 10 no, years. No, it's falling apart after so about you, eight months. So Yeah, and you do this thing where um, I love you. Yeah, I know. But this is a, you know, also know this is a pet peeve mm-hmm, of mine. Mm-hmm. We get laid down in bed and nice and comfy. And one, well, actually two things happen. One, you forget that there is a load of clothes in the washer. The, yeah. That I may, I may have started too. But I always get the blame for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll say, oh, I forgot to transfer. And so then I'll get up begrudgingly. And go transfer the, the laundry to the dryer. But the second thing, you'll get all settled and almost asleep. Oh, I forgot my mouth guard. And I'm closer to the bathroom. I don't know why I do that all the time. Like, I can get up and use the restroom and come back to bed and still not remember it until I'm, like, almost asleep. And it's in a bright yellow case. so I On my sink. Like, I don't it put it away. draw your attention to you it. You would but. think. So, so you'll ask me to go get your mouth guard. And so I get it. And it was... I don't know, probably a month ago now, I'd noticed like when we first got it, it was, it was heavy duty and it was, I mean, it was from the dentist. It's big, big money, like custom molded to your teeth and everything. And so then I go and get it and I'm bringing it back to the bed and I'm like, holy cow, this thing is like really flimsy. You must have jaws of steel. I must. I don't know what my deal is. Because that thing is being ground to a pulp every (laughs) night. And it is hanging think, by a I thread. Know. I think somehow I can blame you for that. I don't know. I don't you know, cause maybe. me stress and I'm grinding my teeth. Well, it's an <laughs> impressive know. case study because we're going to go back to the dentist and say, hey, my wife <laughs> powered through this 10-year warranty mouth guard in uh, eight months. That's embarrassing. So, uh, 
So hopefully you're you're protecting those chompers and celebrating. Yeah. Hey, and if if your dentist is telling you to get a mouth guard because you grind your teeth, you probably should. Yeah. All right. So we had a question from a younger listener. And it's kind of sad that we say younger because I feel young still. I know. It, yeah. But I guess we're not that we're young. to that point. Yeah. So anyway, we had a question from a younger, younger listener about what we would tell our younger selves. So Ben and I talked about it quite a bit. And we came up with one thing. Yeah, think? I think that there was one, one, one main idea that we agreed upon. That we are going to discuss. Yep. So I think both of us in different ways have struggled with this. And, and really this one central idea kind of has these offshooting things that affect you as you're younger. And so we kind of come at this from obviously different backgrounds, different experiences, and really seeing these things show up in different areas of our life. So I'll start. It, it's this idea of being consumed by what other people think. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it comes out in different ways. Uh, you can be a people pleaser. You can have extreme anxiety. It's, it's one of those things that can show up in different ways. So for me, as a kid, I found that I spent a lot of time worrying about what other people thought about me. Um, and, and it comes from different things that have happened, you know, in my life. But I found myself being consumed by trying to meet the expectations of people for me. And that's a tough place to be. Yeah, I I agree. I can be uh, – I've gotten better, but I can be a people pleaser as well. Like, And I am really bad about replaying conversations and that I may have throughout the day and coming back to him and really like not being able to sleep because of something stupid I said or put my foot in my mouth, which I do often. And when it comes down to it, people probably have never thought about it again. No. And, and so with me and, and going through that as a kid, looking back at that, I've realized that people weren't thinking about me as much as I thought they were. Yeah. You know, and, and let me bring some science into this. Are you no, ready I for am, this? I'm ready. <laughs> it, it's this phenomenon called spotlight bias. And spotlight bias essentially means you see the world from your point of view. And it's really hard for us naturally to expand that out and realize that other people aren't viewing life from the same lens as well, meaning the spotlight is not always on you. We've, and I don't mean this negatively. It's just the reality of, of people. We tend to be a self-centered people. Mm -hmm. uh, naturally, our first thought is often about ourselves and that's, it's, natural, but it can go too far. Um, certainly, we don't want to be arrogant and only think about ourselves. You, you've got to take care of yourself, but life is actually best lived thinking about others. But when you're worried about what other people think, what you're actually declaring is, I am consumed with myself and my perception. And so what that inevitably leads to when that's the, the way you live your life 
and I guess let me get back to the to answering the younger listener's question. When you are so consumed with what everybody thinks about you, what will inevitably happen is you will conform to what you think their expectations of you are or what they desire, what's going to make them happy, as opposed to doing, one, what you want to do, or two, and more importantly, what you know is right. And so do you have any you have any experience dealing with that, Janelle? Uh, that takes me back to college. Um, I went to Eastern Illinois University, and I was... Go Panthers! <laughs> I haven't been there in what years? I don't know. Yeah, you're I'm not really a proud alumnus. Like, I what's mean, going on? I don't, I don't even know if I still have an EIU shirt, but that's where I went. Um, I had a good experience there, but when I think about trying to be who other people wanted me to be versus just sticking to who Jesus wanted me to be, yeah, I struggled in college. I would. I would do the church thing. I would go to the on-site or on-campus mm-hmm. church on Sundays after partying with friends on the Saturday night before. So I was definitely not – I was being two different people for sure. And, you know, I when I think about the younger listener asking this question, it is important to be true to yourself and who Jesus called you to be at all times in your life. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I think I have kind of a similar story mm-hmm. um, because this wasn't something I got over at a young age. It lasted really into adulthood for me. But in college, I kind of went through the same thing. Um, the only difference was I didn't go to church on Sunday. And My I, mom was a big part of that. She called me every Sunday after lunch. Didn't want to answer no, no. And she, did you go to church today? And so shout out to my mom. She keeps me accountable still to this day. My yeah. dad, too. My dad just took a different approach than my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was in I played baseball four years of college. And um, with that comes some added um, not that there's added temptations, maybe just added opportunities to act on those temptations. And so you know, for, for several years, uh, that was my life was like, I knew in the back of my mind, this isn't what I want to do. I certainly know it's not what God has called me to do. And yet this is what I think people will want and how they're going to accept me and like me more. That's exactly what my mindset was too. I wanted to be liked and I, I had a group of friends and that's what they like to do. So I thought that that's what I should be doing too. Right. So, yeah, so I, I would, go in that and and it all came crashing down on me in one day and I've I've told you this story before probably many times but I don't I've know that I've stage too. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever told it on this podcast. Um when when you're in college athletics, uh you are with your team all the time. You live together, you eat together, you study together, you practice, you have games, you travel, all of these things are just they kind of come with it. So you're around these guys all the time. And so they know you or they at least have a very very stark deception or, or deception. <laughs> hey, uh what's the word I'm trying to say? I was trying to sound smart there and <laughs> I totally botched it. Uh they have a pretty clear perception of who you are. And I went to this 
Fellowship of Christian Athletes event. Um, is my either my junior or senior year of college? I can't remember which. Um, but I walk up, and one of my teammates, his name was Bobby. Bobby was sitting there at this Fellowship of Christian Athletes event that I kind of stumbled into, and he said, "Hey, Ben, I didn't know you were a Christian." That hurts. It just all came crashing down on me, and it was it was the realization that, holy cow, I have, I have in my mind thought I was portraying that I was a believer, uh, but clearly my actions told an entirely different story. And then I think back, and it's like, why did I do those things? It was because I wanted to please people. I, I didn't have one. I didn't have a fear of the Lord at all. But I also didn't have a clear understanding that my life is best served serving him and pleasing him and not people. Mm -hmm. And so because I was wrapped up in the approval of people, I, I neglected what I knew was right to fit in with the crowd. Yeah. That's a dangerous place to be. It is very dangerous because then you are you are not obviously live, living for Jesus, but you're giving people a false representation of yourself for one. And two, no one really trusts you because you're one person one day and another person a different day. Yep. And you're not, I don't know, you're not, you're not doing anyone any favors. Yeah. Living like that. Well, in, you know, I stand now, gosh, 12 years mm. post-college is sad yeah, yeah but i look back and i think man what what would i do differently i would i would like to think i would stand on what i believed in yeah me too and i kind of have this motto now of and I've, I've told our kids this you do the right thing for the right reasons regardless of what it costs mm -hmm. because doing the right thing standing on uh, your morals standing on what you believe in that will cost you something. It's it's going to. It's inevitable. It's going to cost you relationships. It's going to cost you something. Who knows? But if it's the right thing for the right reason, it's worth it. Yeah, and ultimately, you are the most... You should be the most respected person in the room by mm -hmm. standing up for what you believe, even though I know that's not always the case, especially in places like college. But down the road, I guarantee you would be thought of like, hey... That person may not have fallen to peer pressure, but they were strong enough to say no. Yeah. When all their friends were telling them. And you know, way. When, I wasn't. So when, when we were that age, we weren't thinking about seeking the respect of people. No. We were seeking the approval of people. And now, in that moment, in that moment, and now looking back, I realize how much more valuable people's respect is oh. more than their approval. <laughs> more than their approval. Mm -hmm. So I want to be, I'd rather be respected than liked at this point in yeah, my life. Absolutely. I, everybody wants to be liked. Like nobody goes around thinking, I want to see how many people I can tick off and not like me. <laughs> Maybe some people do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure, but, but not us. But I, I'm to the point of, Hey, if people like me based on me being a, a leader and standing on what I believe in and speaking the truth. Great. If they don't, that's fine too, but you both should respect me, mm -hmm. and I think that's worth more. I agree. So, 
how would you summarize what we would tell this listener? Um, be who Jesus called you to be. Yeah. Um, even in those tough days and the days that you have a lot of peer pressure and the days that you don't feel like yourself, dig deep and really be be that light because, gosh dang, our, our world needs it. And, and God created us all to be individuals and... Um, he created us all to live for him. And if we aren't doing that, oh, and I also want to add, I know my brain sometimes goes everywhere. That's mom life. But I also want, oh, no, I forgot. Shoot. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> that was going to be profound. It was really, really good. It was something I tell the kids and now I can't. I just, Baker's in here and he's distracting me. Yeah. Me, sorry. I don't, I don't know where you're going. With <laughs> I don't that, either. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I, I would I would just say be a person who strives to be respected over liked. Yeah. Because the world's idea of friendship, especially now in the social media age, is very, very shallow. Yeah. Um we live in an age of likes and shares and retweets and, and so we do things, sometimes subconsciously, so that People will like what we post or people will share what we post. And the reality is, is that is so surface level. Like be a person who strives for the respect of people. And if the approval comes with it, great. If it doesn't, you can rest knowing you stood for what you believed in. And that is worth more. Yep, I agree. Did you figure out what you were going to say? <sighs> no. Okay. Next one though, guys. Hey, that'll I be will it. write it down because Lord knows I won't remember it, but that'll make for a great next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's let's wrap this episode up. I think this is a succinct episode, but I hope it gives uh, the listeners, no matter what age you are, the tools to go and make a difference in in our world. Um, strive to be the person that stands on what you believe in doesn't waver from the truth and strives for the respect of people. And you'll find that that is worth more for you in the long run. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for season two, episode two. Uh, We'll be back here in two weeks with episode three. So make sure you like and share. And if you have any questions, send them our way. We'd love to answer them. And like I said, nothing. I mean, if it's a silly question, really deep question, we'll answer it. There are no limits no on since you asked. And our daughter has already, you know, really wanted to ask her own question. So we may even throw in a Bella question <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. So let's let's give them the place that they can do that. You can go to our Facebook page. Uh, just search for Since You Asked, and you'll see our little uh, blue microphone icon in the profile. Click that. Uh, you can always send us a direct message on there. And from time to time, we'll post and ask people, hey, share us your questions uh, that you have, and we'll answer those in a future episode. So again, thank you so much for your questions. Thanks so much for your support. And we'll see you back here next time on Since You Asked. Thanks for listening to Since You Asked. Join us next time as we tackle more of life's burning questions. See you soon. Bye-bye.